Welcome to Behind the Scenes Austin, a new podcast exploring the performing arts in Austin, Texas, with your host, Austin Shakespeare's artistic director, Ann Chickalella. you came down to play with us on our podcast. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> sure. Uh, so Steve's one of the actors of Austin Shakespeare, and he's acted for other groups as well, and you've been acting in Austin. Yeah. Um, this is my ninth year here. Yeah. I can't believe that. How did me neither. That time flies when you're having fun. Oh, yeah. No, it's been great. Uh, but I picture Steve in his underwear because <laughs> Steve was in his lovely underwear for present laughter when we did uh, – the Noel Coward show there at the Rollins Theater at the Long Center. Yep. And uh, they were boxer shorts. That was me. Uh, on Broadway, they had a naked man. And I actually, I don't know if you remember this. I asked you in the audition if you would be willing to be naked. I, I, you don't remember that. It was a bit of a blur. At, at that point, I think I was like, yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I've given my, given my most exuberant yes to everything. You want to say yes. Yes, whenever say you're, yes. Yes, especially when you're auditioning when you're reading, any kind of question. Well, that uh, effect in the play uh, by Noel Coward got the roar of laughter that we hoped for. So that must have been fun to be on stage knowing you were going to get that kind of response from an audience. It was one of my favorite moments on stage, hands down. I could have, and I told the rest of the cast this, I I was like, man, I, I could... I could tour this show. Yeah. It was so much fun. And your, did your wife know what was coming when she... No, she had no idea. I was hoping that she might not. <laughs> she had no idea. <laughs> uh, I kept it as much of a secret as possible. Good. It was good. That's great. And uh, your love interest was Mark Puhay, who's mm-hmm. done lots of shows for us and is just a delightful fellow and had not done comedy for us before. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I knew he would be funny is because backstage at Macbeth... In Zilker Park, he uh, was just extremely funny. <laughs> he is. He is naturally. He's he's naturally um, like I, I want to say like almost attractively funny. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. It just like uh, funny things just uh, follow him and then come back out of it. It's, <laughs> it's great. Backstage. So yeah. I did want to talk a little bit about auditioning. Okay. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your experience auditioning for Austin Shakespeare or other auditions, and do you get really nervous? And tell us the hallway. I think um, mm. when you're waiting, and and this is this goes with really with any audition situation, whether it's Austin Shakespeare or or any other place, um, the hallway is just tense. Mm. You can hear a pin drop. Um, you can feel uh, the droplets form on your your palms. Oh. Just it's you. You can hear everyone's sniffs or like <laughs> footsteps. Now, have you auditioned? Because Steve also is a fantastic drummer and has played in many. Yeah. Um, have you auditioned as a as a musician? And is it you know way different? Or it's 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 not. Uh, well, uh, it's, it's not like you have a hallway. There's no hallway. You're right. No, it's it's definitely it's a totally a different situation where uh, when you walk in to go and give your piece or give your monologue or or read your scene, suddenly that tension kind of goes away because oh. because you're outside of the of hall. the hallway, mm-hmm. and it's it's the exact opposite when you go and you start oh. to play because 
everything's comfortable until you start making that noise. And then you want every noise to be perfect. Mm. And, and, and I, I got to say it, it's, it's a lot different. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Austin, of course, is a great place for music, and lots of people come here to be musicians, but for actors, too. Lots of actors come to town to do a lot of shows because there's a lot of shows every year. It's it's a great tool in your box, you know, to go and bring along with you. Um, I, I auditioned uh, for Austin Shakespeare several times, and um, what actually uh, – what actually got me in the door with the park is that um, that I could play some drums. Yeah. And I thought, all right, well, I'll 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 play a little bit of music for Anne, and uh, and I'll make some friends. Yeah. And I'll let everybody know, hey, you remember me? It's yeah. Steve. And and you and, had a bandana. And I had a band. <laughs> I always have a bandana <laughs> on. I'm surprised I don't have on one right now. And uh, and yeah, it's it's just a great way. There there are many doors that lead into you know, that role that you want to get or that, that acting company that you're, you feel most attracted to. And, um, you know, playing music is just a a great way or singing or dancing, Mm. any kind of peripheral talent that you can give to somebody that just sparks their, their inspiration. Wow. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about one of your fellow actors, but normally in shows we have about 10 people in the cast or so, Mm -hmm. and uh, normally about half of them we've worked with before Austin Shakespeare has, and about half of them are brand new people to Austin Shakespeare. We try to do a a great mix and keep the doors open for all sorts of actors. But uh, uh, how how is the team, the ensemble, as we say in theater, uh, for you when you're working with um, folks? Fresh. Like just constantly fresh. And I think that definitely shows on stage in, in great ways and really exciting ways. Um, with a, a repertory company, sometimes uh, people can get uh, n- not comfortable, but like they're, they you definitely know what they're going to do. Yeah, you know what they're going to do. You're, you've been working with them before. And that's not the case with Austin Shakespeare. There's exciting things that may happen there's different choices there's fascinating ones there's off the wall ones and then there's things that you really should like i think to myself when someone new comes around and does something it's like oh why didn't i think of that (laughs) i'm so glad they're here yeah so i it's it's a great way to keep things fresh and crisp and um really it just it even backstage or during the rehearsal process, I, I couldn't think of it happening any other way mm. now that I've worked with Anne and Austin mm. Shakespeare for this long. Cool. So I, I do want to say that Steve worked with our young Shakespeare actors doing some drumming, and uh, <laughs> that was fun. They had no skills. Well, you know, they. <laughs> and Steve was really patient. They had a. They, hey, you know, when it comes down to it, um, it, it you, you might feel like you you don't have the skills that you need and and especially when you're in a, a situation where you have to perform on stage and I notice that the change happens every time that, that I work with Ann and 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 the kids um as soon as they start to just enjoy mm. playing those instruments suddenly all the fear and uh and apprehensiveness just goes away mm. and you you and the playing just gets so much better so cool. it was great to see you again. Good. You know, I think of auditioning as sort of equivalent to looking for a new job or, you know, just going out there and putting yourself mm-hmm. out there, trying maybe an art that you were interested in and so on. But um, uh, what would you say to people who are thinking about 
auditioning or thinking about trying something new and have all that fear and concern that you that you just expressed how do you get past that um keep talking to people Mm. you know uh it's it's i've worked a lot in the restaurant industry and i found that that was the best way Mm. to stay comfortable with meeting new faces and it's it's really tough for people who work in maybe i don't know like an like a closed off office situation Mm. and uh you know, the more people that you can see, the more people you can talk to, mm-hmm. the more people you can notice things about mm. is definitely going to make it more comfortable when you have to meet those strangers in that room. Cool. Be fearless. Absolutely. Yeah. Be fearless. Or get over the fear. Get over the fear somehow. Or use it. Just channel it yeah. and let it come out in it's excitement. explosive ways. It's, excitement. it's good. It can right. be a good thing. Uh, can I say that we have the Uncle Nick Cruz here? Uh, as our fantastic (laughs) engineer. Thank you so much uh, for coming, and thanks for playing with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, we have Gwen Kelso. I'm sorry, Gwendolyn Kelso, uh, who's done lots of shows with Austin Shakespeare before. Uh, She was born and raised in Austin, Texas, but she keeps going away. (laughs) It's true. And then... I come back. <laughs> you do. <laughs> it's like to be a unicorn in Austin. What does that mean? Born and raised. There are not many people left that are actually born and raised. It's true. Stomping it's true. around but what, Austin. Could you do like an Austin accent? Oh, I don't know what that would look like <laughs> anymore. Would it sound like Texas? Would it sound like Texas? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what a question. I don't know. Oh. Uh, when was the first time you left Austin? Well, I guess for undergrad, mm-hmm. I moved and did theater training at Webster in St. Louis. Mm. So that was U-Haul trip number one. So not UT. No, not UT. And you wanted to leave town? Is that part of what was happening? Partially. I mean, I knew that I wanted to do a conservatory. I see. Um, which I'm not and sure. what is a conservatory? Something with plants, glass of some yes, sort? Yes, there's lots of plants and there's lots of glass. <laughs> We're and kidding. you tend them and then you water them. Or it is where you go and you learn nothing but theater. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I learned about nothing but theater. So morning till night. Morning till night. Bit, the was whole bit. Yeah, that was undergrad. No math, no science. <laughs> <laughs> nothing higher than to an eight. And then you did some shows around the U.S. I did. Places. I did a couple of shows Cincinnati. in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and well, it was co-pro with Cincinnati okay. Playhouse in the Park and co-production. Um, they have a lovely agreement those two theaters so i was able to kind of work with both of them which was great and then i went to chicago and chicago is very 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 cold it's very cold (laughs) when's it not like the cold could you tell I really have nothing but hatred for the cold. But it's 100 degrees oh, in Oh, I'll take it. It started many years ago when I slipped on ice and ripped my pants and nobody told me. <laughs> we go way back. Ice and me and my hatred of it. Yeah, so but then you came back I to did. Austin. I did. I came back to Austin for a And you did some stuff years. with Austin Shakespeare. I Lots did. of things. Lots of things, in fact. And then you went away to go to school again. And then I did. I decided... Do you know what really accompanies a BFA? An MFA. <laughs> so I went away and another U-Haul packed up the U-Haul. So BFA the is Bachelor of Fine Arts. That's undergrad. Mm-hmm. MFA is Master of Fine Arts. That's right. I am a master but of something. But this was an unusual program you did tell us It was. It was actually really great. It's um, 
a one year, just a little over a year MFA with the Shakespeare Theater. So it's in classical acting. So you're not going to get a lot of. But the actual name of the theater is the Shakespeare Theater. Yeah, it is the Shakespeare Theater. It is in D.C. It is really fabulous. It is run by the one and only Michael Kahn until next year when he will retire. So Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And how did you like living in Washington? Oh, I love D.C. It's really humid. I mean, it actually is a swamp. But it's got lots of theater. Oh, it has so the much theater. theater. It has Mammoth. great theater, actually. It has really incredible smart theater, which I yeah. really appreciate. Um, then you came back here a little did bit? Did I? Or did you no, go right to New York? No, I went straight to New York. Okay. Yeah. Give us the one sentence. Got in on another U-Haul. <laughs> life in New York. <laughs> and then there was deafening silence. Life in New York. Uh, it's a place that exists. It's great. I mean, I think New York is a place you can be surrounded by inspiration all of the time, mm. which is great. Glenn Close. Yeah, truly. You can see Glenn Close a number of times, and she is How really... many times did you see Sunset Boulevard? Um well, I saw it many years ago, ago yeah. and then they had the revival, yeah. and so I saw it twice, I guess. The was, revival. Yeah, the revival twice. That's um, great. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, now you're back. I am back. Because you're going to be Beatrice I'm in going Much to be Ado Beatrice. About Nothing, which is such a great show and such a great it's role. It's my absolute And favorite. you and Mark Puhay were... Uh, 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 Petruchio and, and Kate, Petruchio. Kate and Petruchio, mm-hmm. and now you'll be Beatrice and Benedict. Yeah, that'll be really fun. Exciting. And uh, do you want to say anything about Mark Puhay? What's it like to work with, with somebody, Mr. Puhay? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Puhay is the best. He is. He really is. He's playful and just a lovely, genuine human being. I don't think you always run across that, um, but he is truly, truly a good egg. All around good egg and cool. super talented. Cool. Um, I, I guess I have to ask that: Can an actor make a living ma- being an actor in Austin, Texas? Oh um, boy! So people will be listening to this podcast all over the world. What is the answer? What is the answer? I no. I think that the answer <laughs> probably is a resounding no. I don't think you can really. Well, I guess it depends on what type of an actor you want to be. Um, but in Austin, unfortunately, especially theatrically, there's just not enough work. And you know, Namaste. Everybody works as hard as they can to pay their artists and do their dead level best. But given how expensive everything is, mm-hmm. and you know, when you but you can do some. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you like parse things together, and you can certainly sure. There's teaching. There's but how about in New York City? How how about making a living as being an actor in New York City? I mean, there's certainly more opportunities, mm-hmm. but there are also a lot more people. So you know, six of one, half a dozen of another. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you have to figure out the things that you're really good at and have a real long, hard conversation with yourself, and then say, "This is what I do well. This is what I don't do so well." So so I'm going to push myself in these venues or avenues, mm. as the case may be. And it's something, I mean, there's the Actors' Equity Union, of which mm-hmm. you're a member. And we hire Actors' Equity Union yeah, actors, yay. at least a couple each show. Mm-hmm. But 
it's something like 98% of the union at any given time. Yeah, is nobody's working. Right? Yeah. That's just what it is. I mean, it's that, nobody's fault. That's just what it is. That is what it is. It is, I don't know, there was some article recently that, like, there's no money in theater. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just think it's really, it's really hard. We have a small, as you know, but, theater in New York. You know, I think when people think of being visual artists, if somebody said, I'm going to be a painter, nobody would say to them, well, you know, there's no money in that. Well, I mean, I think that people think there's money in acting because you see people on TV or commercials or whatever, and there is certainly cash dollars in that. Mm. Um, But that's a whole other, I mean, that's just a whole other tree to bark up. So there are people out there Mm -hmm. who want to act. Well, I think everybody should follow their dream and their hearts. Like, you know, you get one life, do something important with it. And if what you want to do is act, do it. But I think it's also really important not to have, I don't, fallback makes it seem like you failed. And I don't think that's right. But something that you're passionate about that you can do to help support you when you are shuffling to all of those auditions. Mm. And I think the other thing people don't realize is how expensive it is to be an actor, especially Mm. in New York, because you have to be in classes, which are really expensive. You have to have really good headshots taken. And those are not free you need to have now, you, voiceover demos in new york as as well a yeah bit, right tell us about that yeah i've been really fortunate um i was an education program manager for a little while at bam which was fabulous and then i realized That's i the really brooklyn academy of music brooklyn academy of music which, which is, is a bit of a misnomer because uh, it doesn't really all a lot of hip there's stuff. oh boy one minute um <laughs> How to what to say in one minute or less? So yeah, teaching. bam, teaching did great. I'm doing that, and also work for um, the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, where mm. I have been teaching acting and Shakespeare, and that has been awesome. Cool. And maybe you'll do a little teaching for Austin Shakespeare. Yeah, I hope so. I really enjoy teaching, and you know, after grad school, I'm really passionate about ensemble work, and kind of want to bring my love of that here and love of Shakespeare and my love of Shakespeare yeah. although I can speak other than fancy sometimes <laughs> just a public service announcement I speak other than fancy, other than fancy well, for example <laughs> other than fancy thank you for being nailed here. it thank you for loving Shakespeare and sharing your love of Shakespeare and thanks for being Beatrice yeah about I look forward to seeing how this gets edited <laughs> thanks for listening Join us again soon for another episode of Behind the Scenes Austin.